for you can do all those things and so much more. Just grab a seat in the chair with the floor. Sit back, relax, recline. While she drops another casual line. You're tuned in to Casually Molly with Molly and Boogie. Now. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Casually Molly podcast. I am your host, Molly Ambergie. Uh, for our casual listeners joining us again, welcome back. And if you're new to the podcast, we're casually happy to have you listening, viewing. Just remember to share, listen, subscribe. Uh, you can even follow us on TikTok now at Casually Molly. Uh, but speaking of following, you should definitely follow our next guest that's sitting right next to me. She has been our guest artist of the month in St. Louis with her hit single, Changes. Give it up for Drea, everybody. There we go. Hey. hey, hey. <laughs> all right. Now that we got our professional out of the way, um, Drea, first of all, lovely. Thank you so much. This has been a long time coming, but I'm so happy to have you here. Thank you look you. great. Thank yeah, I girl. <laughs> I love you. Um, so are you, just remind me, are you a St. Louis native? I am. Okay, yeah. perfect. I, uh, I was going to say, yeah. Born and raised. There we go, girl. Hey, I love it. I'm not born and raised in St. Louis, but I am like everybody. I've been in St. Louis for the past 10 years and everybody's really welcomed me in. Um, how Drea and I cross paths. We actually have a mutual connection through her boyfriend, Marquise. So shout out to Marquise. I hope he hears us. So there we go. <laughs> yeah, Marquise has also been on the show and you came to a comedy show over at Helium Comedy Club that we were on. And Marquise has said so many great things about your song changes so i kind of want to get into what made you get into music oh god um family um oh, okay. yeah my mom uh sings and my uncles they sing and my grandparents they write and they play and i just think i was just born with that gift so that's what made me do it when was like your first time that you can remember that you were in a performance space Hmm. Probably at church. Okay. Church. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because that's just, you know, choir, stage, all that. So, yeah. That would be like the first performance space ever. Absolutely. Yeah. And so what did that feel like being able to, at such a young age, performing in church in front of a live audience that you were like, I should take this on further? Super nervous. Aww. Super nervous. Yeah. I was so nervous. I think my first solo in church was like, I think I was nine years old. And I remember just staring like at the floor, just singing the, the song all the way through. And I'm just like, <sighs> but yeah, that was like my first like performance wise. But yeah, I still get nervous from time to time, but you know. Absolutely. I mean, I feel like we all like it, like it's like as you get older, it's like a nervous jitter because you want to do well. It's something that you mm -hmm. like, uh, which brings you to now. Mm -hmm. You have this lovely single. It's called Changes. Um, you can stream it anywhere on all streaming services, even on YouTube. Saw it on there as well. Yes. Uh, what was the inspiration behind your single Changes? Oh, I went through a lot of stuff. And uh, I just felt like I was just stagnant in just one place. And I'm like, let me just write. And normally when I write, I have my, my best friend, he's like my producer. And I was in the studio and I was just, he played something, I'm writing. And I came up with the hook first and then just the verses and it just started coming. So I was just like, hey, changes, it just flew. So I knew it was the one. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I know you've got some other music out. I, I love the storytelling of changes and whatnot. Is there like, you know, you were talking about writing with your friend. Is mm-hmm. there a process that you guys have or do you just kind of have that click? <laughs> I we, we bonded when we first met. Um, but yeah, it is a click. But it's also, I think we more so come up with concepts first and then we write. And then sometimes I could be at home and be like, I found out, you know, I thought about this, you know, let's start working on this and he'll just come with a beat and then we'll just write around it. So yeah, so that's the process. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. So like, after, where does like, you know, I know you said you went through some things, but for inspiration, I know you started sitting at home. Does it kind of pop up when you're in the car or when you're like walking or? Sometimes, mm-hmm. uh, sometimes it will. And like, especially if I'm in the car, I'll grab my phone and press memo and boom, you know, I have a melody or just like a few lines or whatever. But yeah, it just comes like just sporadically. I love that. Mm-hmm. That's a, I mean, I feel like that's also an inspiration hits. So what would you consider like the description of the style of your music? I would say R&B, jazz, and a little bit of neo soul mixed together. Ooh, did you say neo soul? Mm-hmm. Why don't you, I'm, I'm just ignorant to that because I'm, I'm a comedian, I don't know very much about <laughs> music. I, and I don't say that, like there's some comedians who know a lot yeah. about music. I, I took piano and whatnot, but I was always like classically trained. Yeah. So why don't you tell me a little about what neo soul is? Neo soul, okay, have you heard of Erica Badu? Yes, I love her. Okay, yeah. <laughs> well, she's basically categorized in that era, um, music soul child, those type of people. But they have a different. I think they have like more of a different like sound versus regular R and B. There's this more kind of a laid back, chill type vibe, you know. So that's kind of me. Absolutely. Mm. Well, I think that's also relatable to like, well, even though I try to be laid back and chill, that's not always the case. <laughs> I was like, that's why I need people like Drea in my life to be like, listen, you gotta, you gotta re-relax. You got, but, uh, you know, now that you're pursuing music, um, have you been doing any shows here in St. Louis? What's your, uh, show kind been like, even though I know we've had the pandemic and all these things going on. No shows yet. That's no okay. shows yet. Uh, I'm working on it. My boyfriend, Jer. <laughs> helping me out so yeah absolutely yeah. well there, I, mean, I think it's like... a I, I think it's like a maybe like a nerve maybe anxiety thing with me actually getting back on stage because i haven't performed in about four years oh wow yeah, mm-hmm. yeah so yeah that's kind of hard but i'm getting there that's okay. and i am gonna get there yeah I like the determination. I was going to ask you too, what made you decide to get back into music after being kind of away from it for a short time? I think um, just different people coming up to me saying, hey, you know, keep singing because I would do covers online, you know, whether it be YouTube, Facebook, and I would get comments and they would be like, you know, Drea, keep singing. And that was kind of motivation for me to just keep going. Especially now that I have a 10 year old, she looks and just follows everything and she can sing as well too. So that's a good thing. I'm her influence, so. Aw. Yeah. So should we expect like a duet in the future? What's happening? (laughs) Maybe, maybe. She might be in one of my songs. Aw, okay. (laughs) That's cute. I was about to say, does she like a lot of R&B and Neo Soul as well? Or are there any other interests that she's got? Disney. Yeah, Disney's great. <laughs> Disney makes sense. Disney, R&B, yeah, just whatever's popular right now. You know how kids are. TikTok, you know. Yeah. Kids, so. <laughs> so, 
Absolutely. I was about to say, what do you think about the promoting aspect and marketing your new song? It seems to be getting out a lot of places, but it's I'm because I'm I'm my own person, so I'm actually sure. just trying to push it as much as I can. I am trying to like come up with a team to start pushing not only my single but my project that's coming up, and so yeah, so I'm working on that. Yeah, I like I didn't know about your covers. What's like one of your favorite songs that you've covered that we should listen to? Oh my goodness! Oh gosh! Um, hmm. Probably, I want to say the Leanne Rhymes How Do I Live cover. cover. I love that song. I think that was a given, but I love that song. Yeah. Yes. It's on uh, YouTube. Yeah. What made you decide on that one? That one, um, because I, I've, I've, my mom sings, and growing up, I would always, she had a Leanne Rhymes CD, and she loved that. I don't even know what album it was on, but she loved playing that song. And that song, like, just, I don't know, it does something to my heart. So I just love it. And that's just my, one of my favorite covers. Absolutely. Yeah. That, that song is a lot. I was like, I feel like it I would is. get along with your mom because yeah. that song made up that. I remember, as random as it sounds, I remember being like in the roller rink, mm -hmm. like, like rolling yeah. around, be like, hey. <laughs> mm -hmm. And it would come on, you're like, oh, it's so like you think it's about so like pretty. your. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> think yes. about your boyfriend. Yeah, you're like, oh my crush. Well, but back then, I wasn't thinking about any boy, so, you know. That's good. <laughs> yeah, of course. It's really good. <laughs> I love it. So, you know, speaking of Leanne Rhymes, what are some of your, or who are some of your inspirations in music? Oh, I have a lot, but I'm just gonna narrow them down. Um, okay, I, I guess I can go from old to young. Is, that's not mean, is it? Okay, so uh, Anita Baker, Whitney, of course. I love her, rest <sighs> yes. in peace. Oh, um, yeah. Brandy, ah, yeah. Tamia, and my all-time favorite, Beyonce. Oh, absolutely. Beyonce. Who doesn't have a Beyonce list on their pump up? I love it. You know? I'm part of the Beehive. So. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Any other Beehivers out there? Yes. Oh, oh, don't worry. There's definitely some listeners who are Beehivers. <laughs> trust me. Especially if Molly Evergreen's running this podcast, mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, I I love yeah, Destiny's Child. Yeah. When there was four, when there was three, so there you was know. yeah. <laughs> four again. There's then a three. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Just kept fluctuating, but yeah, um, I've been a Bay fan for a very long time, so mm -hmm. I can definitely relate. Yeah. So, but you also sent me, so Drea sent me this lovely bio. Um, you were recognized in, was it like some kind of magazine or publication? Glamour. Glamour. <clears throat> okay. Glamour magazine. Uh, the YouTube. Uh, well, I guess you could say just the magazine. Yeah. Uh, they contacted me back in 2018 about the Liam Rhymes cover. Mm -hmm. And uh, they sent me the video of her watching it and they were like, I guess they were recording my reaction and the girl was like, all right, this is gonna be posted. And and within a few months and you'll be able to see it and everyone else will be posted. And yeah, it hasn't been posted yet. But, uh, but yeah, I thought that was really cool that she actually watched me and really critiqued me. And she said, I touched her, so. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. That speaking of touching people, do you is that why you got into music cuz you felt like you connected with other people? Yeah. Yeah. I I I probably didn't realize I had um such an impact on people especially singing in church um you know people would always come to me oh my god you sing so well you touch my heart and you know sometimes I just you know well okay well, you know but 
after like just constantly getting that yeah i I felt the need to just continue on and keep singing because i i see what it does to other people so i touch people yeah mm-hmm. absolutely well i mean you're also saying too you know like you have a child who's also interested in it um what are your plans maybe uh moving forward that you want to do with your music and your work <sighs> moving forward um I want I want to do a lot of things, but starting um, I want to create, um, or I am creating a dope project. Um, it's, it'll probably be like a short album, maybe a long. It just it depends on how I feel, but um, I want that to really to really relate to others and touch people. And also, you know, have a little vibe in there, you know. For the, but yeah, I just want to touch a lot of people. Absolutely. Make them feel good. Yeah. Well, I think that's the best thing about music is that it makes people feel good. Mm -hmm. Um, Even what I love is that, you know, you could even use, I've talked about this with a few musicians and artists on here is sometimes even sad things that we necessarily don't want to, we put it to a beat and Mm -hmm. would you agree on that? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And sometimes like, uh, I was talking about I'm like, sometimes there's some songs I just don't want to revisit, but you just never know what that'll make the fan feel you know like oh my god I was feeling that at that moment you know so I try to keep those in my inventory you know to use put to good use now that's interesting you brought that up too about like some songs you don't want to revisit Mm -hmm. versus are there some songs that you write then and you kind of put away for a minute or yes okay I have a song that I wrote in 2012 that I recently just found and just reading it I'm I I think at the time I don't even know what kind of space I was in at the time Mm -hmm. um but reading it now I'm like wow this is relevant for today wow Mm -hmm. It's so crazy. And I'm like, okay, this is going on this is going on the list to go on the album, so yeah. So yeah. That's isn't mm-hmm. that interesting um cuz I don't know if Marquis told you this. I also write plays. I haven't written a new one in a while, but there were times where, you know, you write a play at a certain point mm-hmm. and then I would reproduce that play. Yeah. And it was kind of the same thing where I'm like, yep. oh, this is so relevant to right. my life now that it was like a <laughs> while back. Like mm-hmm. it was relevant or like I'm sure with your song, it's like right. relevant in a new way where I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. this hit me differently. Yeah. Which now I'm asking, this is this is so interesting. So does it kind of work the other way around do you think where you're like i am so confident in this song and then after you write something you're like oh well this hit me this is a little bit different than maybe i felt beforehand yeah, <laughs> it, it does it happens that way as well because i'm like mm, i don't know if i want to sing this one i don't know i don't i'm not feeling it you know i'll feel it then and i'm like nah scratch that so yeah like do a rewrite mm-hmm. or something. it's just like with jokes too in comedy we're yeah. like oh this joke killed and then you're like <laughs> oh you know maybe i should rewrite it's a little bit different so mm-hmm. i totally oh yeah. i didn't even think of that okay yeah, yeah. and you're, you're talking about making an album how many songs do you maybe think you've compiled and written to get to that point <laughs> i you know i i, I write in like a million notebooks mm-hmm. and my Sometimes my just scribble scrabble may turn into lyrics or a song or a poem may turn into a song and I'll go back and revisit. But I don't, I, don't, I can't even even put a number on it, honestly. Maybe a hundred, maybe more than a hundred. Oh my gosh. Yeah. 
And like, it's cool that you're keeping all this, the record of notebooks. And I, I like how you mentioned poetry. Mm -hmm. So do you feel like in your writing process, you put that poetry yeah. in there as well? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, all the time. Oh, nice. Yeah, I try to use every, like whatever, every type of writing, you know, maybe a haiku poet, you know, stuff like that. Oh my gosh, I haven't heard a haiku. I took a poetry <laughs> class in college and I haven't heard that in so long. But it's kind of like, you know, we talk about Tupac and he also, mm. he was a poet and yeah. I didn't realize that until I really started listening to his music mm. in high school. And I was like, oh, and then, then he ended up doing that with rap. Yeah. Have you always been interested in poetry? Mm, it's not okay. Quite. I think, you know, no, I, I really had, I, in high school, I wasn't. Um, I think it started hitting me probably when I'm, turn 18, 19, because I started doing YouTube videos when I was like 18. So um, I started kind of working more and studying people. And then I just started writing and poetry just came. So yeah, yeah it hasn't always been a thing, but it, it became one. Yeah, I feel like especially when you start songwriting, poetry will definitely mm -hmm. become something because yep. you're making that rhythm and you're mm -hmm. trying to put something artistic and collaborative together. Right. Uh, which speaking of that, uh, I know you had mentioned you have a friend that you write with, but would you ever or have you actually, I shouldn't say would you ever because you might have, um, have you ever collaborated with any other uh, musicians in the area? Yes, um, I actually did a few uh, songs with Draco. I don't know if you heard of him. I have not, but now I'm going to look him up. Yes. <laughs> um, I recently did um, a song. It was kind of like a collaborative. It was me. It was a few other people and it was strings. You heard of strings? I know, but I'm, I'm ready. This is why. I okay, love so Draco mm -hmm. and Strings MB, look them up, y'all. Mm -hmm. Yeah, look them up. So, what did you guys like? What was the song? Was it an R and B or um, was it? Uh, Draco, Draco's a rapper. Oh, okay, and uh, he's like a like a motivational rapper. Um, okay. Um, and Strings is a singer, and he's an awesome singer, by the way. Um, but the um the song that i did with draco it was like an intro to his album and i just did some backgrounds and actually on both his albums i did um and then uh with the collaborative it was kind of a i guess you could say it was kind of a motivational song but um i guess you could put that in like r&b hip-hop-ish like but yeah but yeah so and then dre uh my producer he's an artist as well Dre marty i've done a lot of stuff for him too absolutely mm -hmm. okay i that's what i always find interesting when you're collaborating because mm -hmm. you know you are bringing you know especially in that situation like you mentioned right you're bringing three different types of mm -hmm. personalities interests styles mm -hmm. how did you guys balance all of that in one room was there times where you butt heads was it just kind of a fluid motion no matter what i, I think <laughs> i think all the people that i've ever worked with i've really gotten along with and clicked well with um and you know sometimes I, I i beat myself up a lot you know and they'll say oh my god you could sing and i'm just like oh you know <laughs> and uh but yeah i think i just think the chemistry and just it just just like this and i'm grateful for those connections too to this day yeah for those who are listening Drea just put her hands together and yeah i was like 
doing this, just like our chemistry on this podcast. <laughs> Follow us at the Casually Molly Podcast at Drea's. It's fine. Um, I, but I think that's great. I, it's also nice to hear too, because mm. you hear a lot of in the entertainment industry. You know, a lot yeah. of people are always like, "Oh, I butt heads with this person, this person, right. this." So it's actually. Mm-hmm. For me, because I know you're a nice person as well, yeah. and that's probably why we get along, is that, you know, it's nice to see people just getting along with people and making art and, you know, your intention of wanting just to simply touch people and have right. a connection. And you do that in a collaborative process. Mm-hmm. You do making, you know, moves and thoughts with other right. people. Uh, was there ever an experience when you performed that you had uh, a good connection with an audience member? that you can think at the top of your head. I know you kind of touched on that, having people say, you know, this was good, I like this, but is there anything that sticks out to you? Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> that's so sweet though, because that's so humble. Like, no, I, I, everybody was nice. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I can't, re- I just can't recall. I mean, other than like, you know, church people, they're gonna be, you know, people at church are gonna be nice and they're gonna come up to you and say things. But as far as like them actually seeing somebody in the crowd and actually getting like emotional or feeling it you know I just I don't know I guess when I'm on stage I don't pay attention to it but you're just with like Mm. like the aura of it and the atmosphere yeah Mm. yeah no that's that's such a nice refreshing answer because I feel people like even myself included I'll be like this one time this person said (laughs) something super nice about me and I'm going to keep it in my mind forever and I Mm. might want to share it on Facebook but that was so humble you're like I'm just like in the moment I'm here I am I just don't pay attention unless somebody come up oh my god you did so good i'm like i did you know so i love that Mm -hmm. i love that a lot that's a that's a good question too you know you're like you're in the moment is there like a certain headspace you go to or that you you feel like or are you just kind of like you know it's just in the zone and like i know sometimes as a performer right sometimes like you almost black out in a sense and Mm. then you come back you're like oh i just sang a song or i just did a comedy (laughs) set i I, honestly, no, I just, sometimes I just sing, close my eyes and kind of get lost in it. And before I know it, the song's over and I'm like off stage and people are like, you know, you did a good job. I'm like, I did, you know, it's almost kind of like I I go somewhere in my head and my thoughts, but it's, it's, yeah, kind of like a, not like an alter ego, but I know people have their different ways of uh performing and getting ready and stuff like that but mm-hmm. yeah for me it's just me i'm closing my eyes i'm getting lost in it and then i'm done and that's it that but that that is so like that's no that's like i mean that's not like a bullshit answer yeah. like that's really right. real life like sometimes mm-hmm. people are like what are you thinking about right. and i'm like my set like right you know, i'm gonna like, say the right words <laughs> I'm just right. feeling the moment. I'm like, do I totally understand how you mm-hmm. feel? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's great. Well, speaking of, you know, you were talking about like, yeah. you know, church people and stuff. There's another thing too, you know, we're obviously, for those of you who are new to this podcast, we're based here in St. Louis, Missouri. For those of you who are listening or watching on YouTube. Uh, so please share with your local St. Louisans. Uh, why St. Louis? Why do you stay and perform St. Louis uh, in the St. Louis area? And how do you feel about the artistic arena here in our city you know um since i haven't gotten used to performing well i'm 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 used to performing but haven't really gotten to perform on the scene yet um i do have friends um that i see you know out here doing their thing and i just i just love it i love the vibe of just everybody like they got their own style and they're so creative and i just i just love the music scene here 
Yeah. Hey, so that's why I stay. Mm -hmm. And yeah, just try to support where I can. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Well, speaking of St. Louis, we'll ask a couple of questions here just to get to know Drea a little bit. Um, this segment's called Getting to Know Drea. I couldn't come up with a more creative one, oh but gosh. you know, here what we are go. these questions? <laughs> these questions, like, oh no, they're just cute ones. Okay. So here's the deal, right? St. Louis has like different things that they're known for, like toasted ravioli or the arch. Mm. If somebody were to come to St. Louis, what would you recommend they eat or go do, or maybe both? <laughs> Okay, um, emos for one, I would recommend that okay. for for eating. Um, drink wise, um, I don't, I don't know, um, I I, I don't know about that one, but uh, that's okay. You solicited emos. Okay, anywhere emos, to go, anywhere like to go. Hmm. anywhere to go. I'm kind of a homebody, you guys. So I That's don't okay. Wanna... Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, to go, I don't know. I guess I would say uh, the botanical gardens. It's really pretty in there. So yeah. yeah, absolutely. I used to live right by the botanical gardens yeah. in like this tiny little apartment, but <laughs> I loved seeing all like the cool plants and everything. Mm -hmm. So that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. No, I got an art ask... museum. You guys, what was that? The art museum. Oh yeah, I love yes. art. Mm -hmm. I love art. I didn't know. What kind of art do you usually like? Or like, what's your interests? Um, anything that anything. catches my eye. I mean, I don't have like a specific artist or anything like that, but mm -hmm. I just love art. Abstract to like, just abstract I really like. Cause you get to see it like a million different ways, you know? I like that. Yeah, mm. absolutely. I completely forgot about the art. Like uh, for people who aren't aware of it, we have Forest Park that has the art museum in it as well as the zoo. There's like a, the basin down there where you mm -hmm. can go on the little cute swan boats and yeah. there's the boat house. So that's great. I gotta ask you though. So people in St. Louis, again, for people who don't know, uh, have very conflicting opinions about <laughs> Emo's pizza. Oh God! Uh, where do you stay? I mean, obviously you said go to Emo's, and so did Simone Biles, and yeah. she's an Olympian. So and yeah, we, <laughs> why why do you feel strongly about Emo's? Um, <clears throat> probably because of course, if you were St. Louis and we grew up on it, you know. But um, I just I don't know. I think it's the what is it? Provel cheese? Yeah, I think mm -hmm. it's the cheese. Really? So you're a fan? I'm a fan, mm -hmm. and I love like. The deluxe pizza and like, don't hate me guys, but I like pineapple on my pizza, so. Cool. I actually have nothing against pineapple on really? pizza. I never like, here's the thing. If you're eating it and you're happy, I do not care. <laughs> you know, some people are like, ew, pineapple, how can you eat that? Hey, I love it. So it may not be my thing, but I've seen people, ha I think I've just seen, it's just like, I don't know, like I like olives on my pizza mm -hmm. and some people are like, ooh, I don't like that either. Mm -hmm. So it's just kind of, it just kind of depends on what you like and what you want. Mm -hmm. um, the other thing is too, you know, since you've got a boyfriend in comedy and, you know, we basically have, it's mostly a comedy podcast. Um, <laughs> how have you been enjoying seeing uh, comedians here in St. Louis? What do you think of our St. Louis comedy scene? I <laughs> love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like everybody is so funny i i like i said like when i met marquise i had never been to like an actual like i would i guess you can call it a hole in the wall comedy show like i've never been to one of those before and i was just like wow there's some talented people in st louis i know you're hilarious by the way oh oh my, oh my god guys this is on 
So not to like not be humble, but that was just on camera. She's <laughs> like, hilarious. <laughs> oh, no, you were so sweet. That's why I was so excited when you came to the show because mm -hmm. we were just hanging out afterwards. And yeah. I was like, oh my God, your song is changes. Mm -hmm. And we got talking. I was like, oh, you got to come on. So, uh, well, I really appreciate the, the kind words, but I was about to say, you know, now that you're like, you're dating a comedian, do you feel like you'll be popping out to more shows? Like, uh, having a new appreciation uh, yeah. for comedy? <laughs> I pop out to all of them. Well, I try to. I try to pop out to all of them, but yeah. Well, speaking of popping out, you just went to the shout out to the Black Pack. Uh, yes. Yeah, the Black Pack show over at Dos Bevo on mm -hmm. Saturday. How did that go? That was, that was good. And everybody killed on that set. Like, each, each set was dope. I, I love the energy. I love the people that were there. They were so supportive. Mm -hmm. So supportive. But yeah, everybody was good. Mm -hmm. Including Marquise. Marquise, you were amazing. Yes. So for people who don't know, Marquise is actually sitting behind this TV, but he's being very polite. <laughs> so that way <laughs> we can keep this episode on Drea. <laughs> Back to me. Back to Drea. Um, another thing I'll ask you, uh, so, you know, getting to know Drea here. Uh, what is something, you know, obviously we talked about your music yeah. and getting started in music. Uh, but what is something maybe about yourself that people don't actually know? Um, I can imitate people and I love voiceover work. Ooh, okay. Yeah. I did not know that. Yes. So what got you into imitating and voiceover work? I, you know what? I, I think as a kid, cause I used to like me and my, I have a twin sister. So me and her, we used to play like little, like maybe house or something. Like she'd be the mama, be the baby. And I would just sit there and I'm like, no, no, you know, just do just weird voices. And I think just ever since then, I just been very animated. Uh, low key, <laughs> low key animated, but yeah, I love, I love it's that. It's is, yeah. That's so, weird. yeah, and I can imitate a few, a few celebrities. I'm, I'm just, yeah, I'm working on those, so, so I can be really fluent. You know? But see, that's the thing. I feel like when you start in like one artistic endeavor, like mm -hmm. singing and whatnot, mm -hmm. that's what happens. Like you start in one yeah. thing and you start branching out mm -hmm. to the other stuff as well. Yeah. Um, no, that's really cool. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah. And uh, I guess like one of the last things I'll ask you too, before we head on out of here, um, what is something that your one of your goals this year in 2022 that you'd like to accomplish? My goal this year, I said at the beginning of the, of the new year that um, all things new will come to me and that I would um, attack them and not kind of be in the back, like scared to, you know, face these um, great opportunities head on. So my goal this year is to um, finish my album, have it out and promote it as much as I can and do some shows, y'all. Absolutely. I haven't been booked yet, but yeah, <laughs> I got to get out here. <laughs> that's why I'm on this podcast. You guys can know me. Absolutely. We'll see. And that's the thing, yeah. even though like I, I find it interesting. A lot of people are returning back to the stage after a certain period of time. Yeah. So now we just got to get you recently booked yeah. out and doing stuff, uh, which speaking of promoting your thing, you're promoting your things, promoting your <laughs> endeavors, like all the things you're doing, you know, plus going to emos. Um, where can we find your single changes other than on this podcast? All right. <laughs> you can find changes on Amazon music, uh, title, Spotify, Apple, did I name them all? iTunes? Anywhere you can stream digitally. 
digitally. Yeah, did I say that right? Yeah. <laughs> Anywhere. Yeah. Anywhere. Mm. And it's it's a great song. You're going to love it. Um, if you're looking on YouTube, her handle, Drea's handle, is on there. You can follow her on Instagram. Mm -hmm. uh, just make sure you can even follow us at the Casually Molly podcast. And I will obviously make sure to handle or <laughs> to handle Drea's handle. I will make yes. sure. I will just be handling it. That's handling. what I do. I, I try to do the Olivia Pope. I'm like, it's handled. It's, it's handled. done. Yeah. <laughs> it's handled. I was like, oh, I love her. I loved Olivia Pope. She yeah. was great. Um, the last thing to all ask you, I said the last thing I'm going to ask you, one of the last things, mm -hmm. but this is the last thing. Okay. Now that our episode is finished, first of all, thank you for coming. Thank this you for having me. I love it. Absolutely. I feel like <laughs> I learned a lot about writing music as well as uh, the love for Emo's Pizza. So mm -hmm. uh, again, that's always a conflicting thing. So yeah. if you're in St. Louis, shout out to anybody who's been staying strong to Emo's. Mm -hmm. um, what are you going to casually do now now that our episode is over? Well, I'm going to casually work on some more stuff and uh hopefully get on another one of these podcasts because it's cool oh i didn't know what to expect but yeah oh well, thank it. you i know you were just like oh, sign like, me up <laughs> just put me on there <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i um i just tend to get back to work and mm -hmm. uh try to get some gigs out here and get back on the stage i'm a little nervous about that but yeah so i plan on doing Absolutely. Well, I feel like anything that you care about and you love can always be nerve wracking. Trust me, I even as and I've only been doing comedy for six years, but I still get nervous, like popping back on stage. And even though like I'll be doing a set and I'll be doing fine at a mic mm -hmm. and there's just something. But because you care about it yeah. and then once you're in the moment, you're yeah. like, oh, it's yeah, fine. So it's I'm fine. sure you feel that way about singing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so once I'll get back in a groove of things, I'll be. Yeah, I'll be good. All right, we're all getting back in the groove, casually back are, in the groove. Because COVID sucks. Mm -hmm. there we, it really, really sucks. Yes, I think we just got our name. Casually getting back in the groove with <laughs> Drea. I can't wait. Yay. All right, everybody. Thank you again. Make sure you follow at Drea's and also at the Casually Molly podcast. Hit that subscribe button on YouTube. We love you. And now we're going to hear changes Yay. by Drea. <laughs> seem to get right my vision is so damn cloudy with no end inside trying to find my way through somebody come take my dream you fade away same routine going through the same routine yeah going through the same routine i'm crying for some changes Can't give up now, I gotta live and take care of mine.
在我嘴。